everyone. Welcome to the latest edition of the OmniTalk Spotlight Series. We are again live from the podcast studio at Shop Talk 2019. And we are here to discuss, as always, the technologies, the companies, and the people that we believe are shaping the evolution of retail. We'd like to thank our podcast sponsors for today, Market Beyond. Market Beyond provides Fortune 500 brands and online retailers with actionable insights that optimize e-commerce inefficiencies at the product level. Their unique technology employs advanced machine learning and AI across billions of online shopping journeys, correcting deficiencies in product assortments, pricing models, website traffic, and other conversion factors, thereby ensuring growth by both revenue and market share. You can visit them at themarketbeyond.com or at that shop or at their Shop Talk booth, booth number 2529. And of course, as well, Moz. Moz is the most trusted authority in online search with powerful SEO and local search platforms that improve the position of your brand, locations, and competitive rank in search results. So today, we are thrilled because we are turning our spotlight on our guest, Satisfy Labs. Now, Satisfy Labs is a cool thing. We've seen it a few times over the past few years, so we're pretty excited to be joined today by our guest, well, and I'll introduce in a second, but we've seen their technology uh, on de uh, in deployment with Ventana, uh, in some of their 3D hologram work that they do. And we also saw them through Target's Techstars program recently as well. So we're excited to welcome to our show Satisfy Labs Senior Vice President of Enterprise and Retail, Justine Santa Cruz. Justine, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. It is awesome to have you here. So tell us a little bit. Let's start, first, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Who am I? So I'm Justine. I head up the enterprise and retail vertical at Satisfy. And what that means is any new business clients anything you want to know about retail, I'm the person to talk to. Uh, before joining Satisfy about two years ago, I actually was at Macy's.com okay. for almost five years. That's really where I learned how the customer shops, and if you don't learn that at Macy's, then you're not learning it anywhere else, <laughs> right? right? right. Um, it's really where all of America shops. So definitely learned how technology impacts the customer funnel and all that jazz, and kind of brought that to the tech side with AI. So yeah, that's my background. So that's kind of where you cut your teeth in retail then? Oh, totally. Okay. Totally, and made the best of friends and that's and why shop talk is fun yeah yeah, yeah. Has, has had quite the uh, appearance here this this week as well so oh they're yeah they're alive everywhere. and kicking so awesome well tell us a little about a little bit about then satisfy labs so what is satisfy labs demystify it for us oh yeah let's demystify ai, AI okay do you absolutely. have enough time i don't know do we i, I don't know <laughs> but we'll try so satisfy labs so we created a platform that we're calling the answer engine and what that okay. really is is we've found you know in retail today Customers are so demanding, whether they're calling you on your call center or they're chatting with you or they're on your Facebook page asking questions. Questions are running the gamut now from where are my orders, which are very right. turnkey, sure. but also like, how do you style this, right? Like very right. qualitative questions that are coming through. How do brands then kind of get all the data sets across their company? index that into a specific place that can then be accessed by your customers. Like no one can do that today. So that's what our answer engine does. It basically takes in every data input across your brand, whether that's, you know, your favorite employee in store 125, who's amazing at styling things, or it's your product data set from your website. How do you put that into one platform and then serve that to your customers so that any question that's being asked can get to that data as well? So you're basically kind of the connective tissue then for all the data sources that are coming into a given retailer on any you know given day, hour, time of day, whatever. That's essentially the role you guys are playing. Correct. Because our biggest, the biggest frustration I had when I was at Macy's is right. that I would see these like 
questions come in from the store, like, can I buy this online? Like, you know, like, do you have more of this? And sometimes it's not the store team's fault, but they don't ha- know that. They right. don't have the knowledge. But then me on the dot-com side was like, please just say yes, because <laughs> here is the product feed that says we have all of this to get rid of. Right. Right. So I knew that if there was a platform that could actually consolidate all those things, it would help the customer and then also help the business. And so you kind of sit, so Satisfy Labs creates that layer then people to create other systems around those data sets correct and then take actions appropriately correct okay. and now we're in this space where you know a lot of people have categorized us as chatbots okay. which pros and cons right because right. then someone says knows exactly what you do but at the same time it kind of put us in a box <laughs> but what we do at satisfy that's different than chatbots is we don't just answer the question we also can enable an action so let's say you know I'm looking for that Ralph Lauren jacket that's not available in store if I serve it that it's available online I can even have them transact and actually purchase through conversation mm. so that's where we're bringing it to a next level there yeah so you're kind of a so if I hear you right you're kind of a, the, the back-end system that allows you to then have a manifestation on the front end in a number of different ways oh yeah hence what we saw with Ventana right Correct. Where basically they're using your data to then project something, you know, out in the world. In their case, 3D hologram imagery. Correct. But in the way they choose, but using your data set to make that happen. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, so demystify this for us as well, because so much demystify. Yeah, there's a lot of mythbusters. Really hard to say. You know, the third day out in Las Vegas, but but AI. A buddy of mine from Facebook and I, we were joking yesterday. Like we hear that all the time, and you walk the trade show floor, and everyone's claiming they're in AI or now ML machine learning. But tell us exactly, so what is AI for you guys within what you just described, and what does that mean for our listeners? Yeah, because at the core of it, you know, even outside of Satisfy, AI is any machine or computer that's mimicking a human action, right? If a human would have done it in one instance, if a machine can do it now, it's artificial intelligence. So in our case, if a associate would have answered that question, if a, you know, a call center agent would have answered it, and now an AI is then that's like where we come in, right? It's the mechanism that we respond to those questions. And who are you guys working with right now? Who are the clients that you... That we can talk about? Can talk of about. Of course that you or, can talk about. Or, or, or maybe that you can't. We're open to that yeah, too. Or if you wanted to like announce you. any of them or something <laughs> yeah, well, exclusively One of the things, um, well, you guys did mention it with Techstars and Target, is yeah. one of the things we launched with them is a store pilot um, that is live actually in Bloomington. Um, so that we did with them and the use case there is that you walk in you know the store is in flux either for remodeling or construction customers can't find certain things so if we actually put in a satisfied type Hmm. system there that's accessible on mobile would customers use it and actually find what they were looking for and ideally just have them less frustrated that your store is in flux or in disarray Um, so that's one example and then we've done work with Macy's in the past even before I worked there and then after um, about just offering their service actually bilingual Um, because as you know like Spanish speaking customers are the next biggest segment for Macy's specifically and across retail Right. right so how do we actually offer AI in Spanish which I haven't really seen much of and that's something that we offer we offer it in Spanish German and French as well so I, I have a question, Justine, yeah. about um, you, you were talking about the bilingual capabilities. How do you guys work with brands to help them establish this personality that's going to be responding to their clients? Like, can you explain that? Because to me, my marketing and advertising right. mind is like 
So as a marketer, like, are you high, are the brands working with their agencies to help develop this tone of voice and how they're going to respond to some of these yes. questions? Because I feel like yeah, the data processing is one thing, right? But that's right. like how you're actually communicating with them feels like it still needs to be on brand, even if you're using oh, totally. a platform like. And that's the that's the only way it'll also be scalable is if it sounds like the rest of the brand. Like right. you can't sound like this one-off pilot that just sounds different than the rest of the brand. What's interesting about what you said is most of our clients actually use their agencies to write the content. Okay. Because even if the data comes back in, you know, mm. chunks, you're not probably going to send that chunk over to a customer. Right. Like it has to be massaged a little bit. It won't be like order one, two, three, four, five is in warehouse. Right. Like, you know, you'll put some friendly language in, in there if it's that that's yeah. the brand. Um, but it's definitely what we say to our clients is the only guidance we give is make sure it's specific. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this experience going to be? Like, don't just be, I'm going to answer everything for everyone because that's how AI fails. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is where chatbot, mm-hmm. the negative connotation came from, is a right. lot of them were claiming to be everything at once when you launch. So a good example is when I, we work with a retailer, we say, how about you stand up a beauty expert? Mm-hmm. Let's pick one category that yeah. you're really good at, that you have a lot of data mm-hmm. in, and launch with that. Mm-hmm. So that customers aren't asking you about a sofa. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. That we don't have any data on. Like, right. Be specific about what it is. That makes sense. It yeah. does make sense. That's a, it's interesting, too, because there's actually a theme that I've seen starting to emerge in Shop Talk over the last day and a half, which is like, yeah, invest in something narrow up front. Like, you know, I think of it, for me yesterday, it was a grocery example. Like, you know, think about new fulfillment capabilities in grocery. Don't think about it on the perimeter of the store. Think about it in the center of the store. Think about it in where you can do it well. Yeah. Invest there. And you're saying a similar thing for what you guys do. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so... What is next for Satisfy Labs? Where are you guys going? What is next? Well, really our goal here at Shop Talk is to get as many brands and retailers as possible on our platform. Because what we think is next is we can then use that intelligence at scale. Once we get different types of retailers that are in the similar categories, our network just gets bigger and AI only benefits with more data. Mm -hmm. So I think where we're going is Accuracy is number one. Like we want to beat out every single person, like in our category and company, that says they deliver the right answers. Like we want to be the most accurate, the most helpful AI platform out there. Um, so that's really where we're going for. And the way you do that is to hyper-index as many data points as possible. Okay, talk talk to us about that. I mean, from an integration <laughs> perspective, what does this look like? So you know, you make it sound easy. So nice job. Right. Yeah. But thanks. like you know. Housing disparate forms of data so yeah. that they can be understood in this way is not always the easiest thing to do. No. So, so if a company wants to work with you guys, how does that work? Yeah. What does that type of implementation look like? I, I, I totally hear you, and I don't want to come across as it's like you know I'm sugarcoating the whole thing. But a tactical example, we just actually onboarded a client last week. Okay. They sent us one document that said FAQ. It was literally a Google Doc. <laughs> That just said, we think these are FAQs based on like what we've received from our call center. Mm-hmm. They send us that. They send another doc that says, here's our API documentation to access our product feed. This is a sample call. Right. This is like what you do. And that's not custom. Like Every vendor can get that for them. So they send that to us. And then the last thing they sent was call logs from the last six months that their call center got. So we get that. Wow. The magic of our system right. is we can actually upload each of those data sets into our system and then actually assign what we call rank to each of them. And what that means is when Mm. a question comes in, our system can rank which data source to go to first. Mm. So when a customer comes in asking for inventory, 
they're pretty much going to need product data from that API, right? So right. like, let's rank the API first. But then right. if it's like, you know, a shipping question, a policy question, it's probably going to come from that FAQ doc, right? right? Okay. And then everything from the call log is just us understanding context. Like, what are people actually calling about and how do we learn about it? So it can be easy if the client knows what they want the bot to learn. Okay. Okay. So if they want our platform to learn just FAQ, then just as long as that doc exists, send it over. Okay, right. And so how long does something like that take typically? Like how quickly can you stand up well, something like that where you have the intelligence to be able to say, okay, these are the most important things that are happening, this is where we need to go first. Well, that one specifically was five weeks. Oh, wow. Um, but something as simple as like as FAQ, days. Days, wow, exactly. Oh, yeah. You know where the delay is? is in client testing. Because obviously this one person I'm talking to probably wants to show it to. Right. It's not a credit, small project, get it, get right? credit for it exactly. internally, right? Exactly. Yeah, hey, look what I just brought into this right. conversation. Exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, that was fantastic. Thank you so much. Thanks for stopping by the show. You're but before welcome. we get you out of here, we gotta we got to ask what we ask many of our guests, and we've got to figure out how millennial are you. Okay. I mean, we already know she's millennial. She's head to toe Everlane right now. She's so, head to toe Everlane. Uh, oh, feel yes. free to sponsor me, Everlane. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 ev- or all yeah. of us? Can yeah. we just all, all get like a, uh, an ongoing Everlane sponsorship? Uh, absolutely. And so for those listening for the first time, and for Justine, we uh, we play this game, How Millennial Are You? And again, it's not to judge how young you are, but it's ju- it's it's done to judge how intellectually curious you are about the, how much the world is changing. Okay. And, you know, judging is a strong word. We'll, we'll let the audience decide that ultimately. So So are you ready? And first question, please. Okay, Justine. When the option is available, are you paying with mobile payment or a credit card? Mobile payment. Perfect. Like you didn't even stutter there. Like it's like. I get chills when I see an Apple Pay sign. I get chills. I'm like, "Mm, don't have to go into my backpack. Love it. Fast transaction. (laughs) I like this. That's fantastic. I can't wait till that's ever. Like just everywhere. everywhere. Okay. Okay. All right, question two. How many times in the last week have you ordered coffee or drinks or food via an app? Three times. Three times? Three times. I, that okay. kind of surprises I, that's, me. That's a little low. That's a little is less it? than I expected. Yeah, oh, okay, so what were the three? Oh, gosh, is it low? Now that's kind of personal. That's I like feel like a day for me at Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> Because I don't go often. We're okay. spoiled at our WeWork. Uh, Free okay. coffee. Yeah. yeah. We have yeah. an espresso. I hear that about WeWork a lot. Blah, 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 blah. It's blah, kind blah. of a, you know, a spoiling environment. Yeah. 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 yeah um, so. Downhill from here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I went to Starbucks at three airports. Okay. Okay. That's, that's fair. Fair. Okay. That's it. Across a week. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's good. Gosh. I guess it's only three. Yeah, three. Okay. I can remember. That's all right. Not doing a lot of food delivery at home or anything like that, you know, for meals and things like no, that? No, I'm like on a Blue Apron kick. Oh. Okay. Wow, you're on the meal kick. Does that give me extra millennial points? Ooh, I don't know. We don't uh, know. It's okay. That might okay. be a negative on the millennial points. <laughs> I know. We can talk about I know. that later. I know. We can talk about it's that okay. later. All right, question three. Okay, last one. So if you could only use one social app, which one would it be and why? This is our favorite question. Instagram. Instagram, Okay. Why? Well, Instagram, to me, I can express both my professional and personal side. I can keep up with both my clients are there as well as my friends. Okay. And then the messaging aspect, I can still talk to people. So I know that the messaging component of Instagram is just like so great. I don't, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where that goes, but. You did great. Yeah, Thank I think you, you passed. You yeah. Passed. Well, you, you actually can't fail the test. Oh my God, yes. You, you passed. Sweating a bit. Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Okay, so Justine, if people want to learn more about Satisfy Labs while they're here at the show, after listening to this podcast, where should they go? 
Yeah, we have a booth at Startup City. It's SC11. You won't miss us. We're literally behind AWS. We're yeah. in their shadows, literally. In the shadows of AWS. <laughs> AWS. You can't, yeah, you can't miss us. Um, and satisfylabs.com. Right. Awesome. Thank you awesome. so much. Well, hey, thanks so much for doing this. Again, Justine Santa Cruz, the Senior Vice President of Enterprise and Retail. Thanks again to our sponsors, of course, as well, Market Beyond and Moz. And from, all, from us to all of you out there, be careful out there. <laughs> <laughs>